Welcome to Real Talk with Rachel. Today you're listening to Talk Therapy, a short segment of the show that releases at the beginning of the week to allow space for God to move in our hearts and speak into our lives. The February series that we're doing is all about restoring relationships. We started last week by restoring union with ourselves and the Lord. If you missed it, please go back and tune in. Since today is Valentine's Day, it seemed fitting to dive right in to restoring romantic relationships with the focus on marriage. Now, we know that marriage was God's idea, and the enemy has been wreaking havoc on it since the beginning of time. This month's key verse for these episodes is from 1 Corinthians 14, 4-8. I am going to read it every week so we can base our focus for that week on this verse. So here we go. Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but it rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, and endures all things. Love never ends. As for prophecies, they will pass away. As for tongues, they will cease. As for knowledge, it will pass away. So here's what I want to do today. I want to take this key verse that we just read, and I want to go through it slowly, line by line, and let the Lord step on our toes a bit about what true love in our marriage or any relationship in our lives should look like. And notice how I said step on our toes, because as I read this verse and I reflected on it slowly and thought about it in relation to my marriage, yeah, I was convicted. And it's a good kind of conviction. The Holy Spirit convicts while the enemy condemns. And so if you feel heaviness or shame, that is not from the Lord, but conviction redirects us. So it's a good thing. And I want you to ask God to highlight any of these areas that you need to submit to him. So let's go through just a few of the lines. Love is patient and kind. All right, think about that in relation to your marriage. Since we're focusing on marriage today, it's patient and it's kind. Are we patient and kind with our spouse? I would say sometimes yes, I am, and sometimes no. Uh, And of course, nothing but grace here, my friends, but I just love that this is the ruler in which we look at what love really is. The world tells us love is all kinds of other things. In fact, the world tells us that love is a feeling, while the Bible's sitting here telling us something very different. So love is patient and kind. It does not envy or boast. Now, here's an interesting thing. Have you ever been envious of your spouse? I actually have. It kind of sounds funny. My husband, I used to be in this area, I should say. I I feel like the Lord has helped me a lot. I used to just kind of jokingly say to him, well, it must be nice to be able to eat whatever you want and not gain weight because he's one of those guys. He can eat pretty much whatever he wants and he just burns it all right off. I am not one of those gals, and I used to joke with him about that, but the Lord kind of corrected me on, hey, be happy for him. I know it feels like a joke, you know, and everything, but just those little things, let the Lord bring that kind of stuff up for you. All right, it is not arrogant or rude. All right, the rude one got me here. The rude one got me. I have to be honest again. I'm just, this is confessional time here. I'm I'm hoping that some of my examples will kind of jog your own memory. 
I really am not a morning person and I'm known to be rude in the morning to my spouse and to my kids sometimes. And that's something the Lord's been working on me about. Uh, love doesn't insist on its own way. Woo, this is a big one. Oh, wow. Especially it really just goes against what the world teaches us, right? Because the world teaches us, get your own way. Don't let anybody stand in your way. But the Bible's telling us different here that love does not insist on its own way. Uh, love is not irritable or resentful. Ooh, resentful. That's a big one. That's a big one in marriage, in friendships. I've seen this wreck relationships. I've seen it in my own life. I've seen it in people I counsel. Resentment. The resentment is scary because you don't always know it's there. It's kind of a low-lying sin, if you will, where it just sneaks in. Even just in the tiniest of ways, maybe you're resentful because they came home a little bit later than they said they were going to, or maybe you're resentful because they spent money in a different way than you thought they should. And you don't say anything because it seems small, but those tiny resentful thoughts, man, they get lodged in the depths of our heart. And I think that's why sometimes people go, man, I just don't love my spouse anymore because you have this huge wall up of resentment. And so if that's you and resentment's the one, I would just ask you to bring that to the Lord. Start to tell the Lord all the things that you're resentful towards your spouse about. And then if you need to, definitely seek professional counseling to go walk through some of that because it just helps to get all of that off your chest. And then you need to talk to your spouse about it and just confess to them, hey, I've been resenting you for these reasons, and I'm sorry. You know, I, what their their behavior is not excused, so I don't want to miscommunicate that. However, we get to choose what we do with their behavior. If their behavior hurt our feelings, we're the only one who has the power to go to them and say, hey, when you did that, when you said that, when you forgot that, that really hurt me. And instead of tucking it away as another resentment in your hurt pocket, uh, Jimmy Evans has a really good book called The Hurt Pocket. And we just tuck little hurts away. We think, you know what? That's not a big deal. That shouldn't bother me. But it does. And so the more we tuck those away and we don't deal with them, they just add up and build and build and build until it's this huge thing that did not need to be. All right, let's move on on this. We're almost done with these, uh, going through these line by line. Uh, Love does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but it rejoices with truth. You know what came to mind for me when I read this line? How many times it's tempting when our spouse makes a mistake and we had warned them that that wouldn't be a good thing. Oh, do you know in that moment we all want to be like, I told you so. I told you that did a little little and that's must be how we sound the did a little little because uh, it doesn't rejoice at wrongdoing but it rejoices with truth. So we've got to do our best to look for the good in our spouse. It's easy to find the negative in somebody. You can find it all day long, but I tell you what, we always find whatever we're looking for. So if you're looking for the negative, believe me, it's there and you'll find it. But what if we looked for good? There's good in every single person that we meet and especially in our spouse. So look for the good and ask the Lord to show you your spouse the way he sees them. Uh, Love bears, believes, hopes, and endures all things. Oh my goodness, I love that one. And then love never ends. So here's what I would love for you to do. We're to the end of our session here today. And since today's Valentine's 
Day, I would love to just give you a Valentine's Day gift idea. And it's not going to take you any money. So hooray for those of us who are trying to save money. Um, but it will take some humility, which sometimes feels like it costs more than money, right? I want you to consider writing your spouse a note and let them know what God convicted you of when you listen to this podcast, but more importantly, when you meditated on this verse that we are reading here today. And then write all the things that you love about your spouse and what they do well. Those things that you're looking for the good in them, write those things down. Tell them how much you love them no matter what. I promise you those kinds of notes are really, I personally think, more valuable than all the other material things that we can buy each other. Of course, material things are great. One other kind of fun thing that I would um, recommend when it comes to notes, my husband and I do this. They're called shower notes, I believe, or aqua pads, I think might be the official name. I'm not an affiliate. I'm not making any money off of this. This is just for fun. But they're technically for, you can put them in your shower and they're waterproof and they come with the pencil. And you can write notes on them. So a lot of people use them for ideas, you know, because we all get our good ideas in the shower. My husband and I write notes back and forth to each other. So we have this entire wall that's just covered in shower notes. It's really fun. Um, so yeah, that would be another fun. I think you can get it on Amazon for less than $10. That would be another fun little gift for each other. One more thing before we go. I know that some of you listening are thinking, if you only knew my spouse, I get it, friend. But I want to encourage you with this. Choosing to love like we're instructed in this key verse, it's not turning blind eyes to your spouse's shortcomings. It is simply taking responsibility for your part. So let me pray over us before we go today. Father, I thank you that marriage was your idea. I thank you for every single person sitting under the sound of my voice, whether they're married now or want to be in the future. I just speak blessings over their marriage. Where the enemies brought division, I speak restoration. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Hey, and one more fun resource for you. My husband and I actually got to record some workouts together. Uh, if you've heard of Exo Marriage, they have, they have a platform called Exo Now where you can access all kinds of marriage teachings, and they've just added Exo Fitness to it. So if you're interested in learning more about that, you can go to exonow.com forward slash fitness. Well, that concludes today's episode of Talk Therapy. Hey, please consider inviting a friend to join us for this Restored Relationship series. And I will see you back here next time on Real Talk with Rachel.